was having a conversation one time with a father of a 17-year-old boy, and he was lamenting to me how he had a good son. But what he was struggling with with his son was how to convince him to strive to be the best that he could be. That what he found was his son was avoiding a lot of the regular temptations that a teenage boy could fall into, but he was not really striving to do more. That when he brought it up to his son, his son said, Dad, I'm not doing all those bad things that the other kids are doing. Why do you want me to do more? This idea that he was avoiding what was taught to him as wrong in his life, but he wasn't striving for more. And does that temptation not fall into our life of faith from time to time? That as Catholics, we strive to avoid the bad things, but do we still strive for the best that God is calling us to live? We all have that hymn that we know well, they will know we are Christians by the fact that we don't steal. They will know we are Christians because we don't kill anybody. No, they will know we are Christians by our love. And so are we striving to live Christ-like love in our life, or are we just trying to avoid doing bad things? Because there's a lot of people who just strive to avoid doing bad things, but that's not the Christian life. We're called to Christ-like love in the world. And so do we attempt to live that, or do we fall into that same temptation as that teenage boy that as long as I don't do bad things, then I'll probably get to heaven. But there's a flaw in that thinking more than just not striving for the best. What we end up doing when we do that, whether we realize it or not, is we're treating God like he's not a merciful God. Because when we live in that way, what we're saying is that as long as I do enough good compared to my bad, then God has to let me into heaven. That we have this deal, this arrangement, that as long as my good outweighs my bad, then God has to judge me justly. But when we're doing that, we're really just becoming our own judge. If all we have to do is avoid doing bad things, then why don't we just stay away from other people? There's the classic Catholic line, God, I would be a saint if you would just get rid of all these other people. But that's not what we're called to live. And striving for that begins in our life of prayer. And it begins with what we hear in the gospel today, the parable that Jesus gives us. The Pharisee is the one who is trying to outdo his bad with his good. And what we have to remember is Pharisee, he would have been looked up to by everyone around him as the way you're supposed to live. Everyone around this man would have looked at him and said, that's how I'm supposed to be a good Jew. Only Jesus points them out as rotten men. Because they are living the standard of the Jewish life. Externally, they look like everything you're supposed to be as a good and faithful and righteous Jew. But he's missing something. He's missing something important that Jesus points out. That he points out in the tax collector. 
And likewise, whenever you hear tax collector in the Gospels, remember two things about tax collectors. One, the Romans were occupying. The Romans were collecting taxes. What they did was they recruited Jews to be the ones who went to the other Jews and collected the taxes on their behalf. So first, tax collectors were traitors to their own people. Second, what most tax collectors would end up doing is they would collect a little bit more than what they were supposed to so that they could pocket some for themselves. So they were traitors and they took advantage of their own people. So when Jesus points out tax collectors, it's because they are despised among their own people. And so Jesus points out to the tax collector as the example. And what is that example? Well, it's what we pray at the beginning of every Mass. When we pray that penitential act, that act of contrition that we start with. For what I have done, but what I have failed to do as well. Or for those of you that have Ukrainian Catholic roots, the line of the penitent man today should be very familiar. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. God, cleanse me from my sin. And I don't know the rest because I'm not Ukrainian Catholic. But that's your act of contrition when you go to confession. And what do you do? You beat your breast like the tax collector in the temple today. Why? Because what is he doing? He's going, God, I cannot make up for the wrong that I've done. But I need you. That humility in prayer that allows us to come to God recognizing that what we need, we can't create ourselves, but it comes as gift from Him. Because we cannot outweigh our bad with good. And that's not what God is asking us to do anyway. He's asking us to come to Him, which is what we do every time we come to Mass. It's the way we start every time we come to Mass. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Because with your grace, I can be great. Because the way that that creeps into our Catholic life is we have this beautiful and rich tradition of prayer. And we learn these prayers from the time that we're young children. And we continue to pray these prayers in our life. And they are good. And they are noble prayers to pray. But the temptation is, I've said my rosary, I've said my prayers, I've gone to Mass on Sunday, now I'm good. I've done what I have to do. But have we? Or do we fall into the temptation becoming like that Pharisee? I've come to Mass on Sunday, so I'm a leg up on all the people that aren't here this Sunday. Are we? I'm a priest, so I'm a leg up on you. <laughs> no. Can we pray like the tax collector? An interesting experience for me, I don't know if you've ever done it. I only had, I've only done it on my ordination day, is to lie prostrate on the floor, face to the ground and everybody else around praying for me on my ordination day. That 
the most humble act you could think of of putting your face onto a dirty floor in humble prayer to God. Can we pray like that? And I didn't do it because I'm a wimp. I had my hands on my forehead so my nose wasn't pressed in the ground, but classically the way that the priest or the soon-to-be priest is supposed to prostrate himself, his arms extended so that his face is right in the ground. And John Paul II, on the night that he was asked to become Cardinal of Krakow, went into the chapel and lay prostrate all night, knowing himself to be unworthy of this task that he was given in the church. Do we have a heart to pray to God like that? Because we can do all the good things that it is to be a Catholic, but where's our heart? Can we pray like the tax collector?